0: The Ealing Cricketer. Pre-season is over and cricket is once again difficult. Losses for the 1s and 2s against Stanmore blight the overwhelming good feeling about the club. A nail-biter at Corfton Road unfortunately ends in disaster for the 1s and the 2s runs well finally dries up as they were all out for just under 100 at Stanmore. In other bad news... Henry Anton is the smuggest man about town after his 61 red ink meant that his third 11 era begins triumphantly, an eight-wicket win against the Middlesex Titans, how they opened their campaign. Amidst all the doom and gloom, I got 24 striking at 170, and and I'm top of the fancy standing, so I am personally dancing. My name is Mungo Russell, and as always, I'm joined by the biggest hitting South African inside the M25, Lee
1: Parry. Lee P, how are we? Oh, Mung, what a weekend. What a weekend. I had my uh, my school fixture on the weekend. Not that uh, everyone needs to know about it, but uh, my under-13A team romps on. Just unbeatable. Uh, great team effort from my boys. Uh, and then headed down to Corfton Road to watch the uh, to watch the drama unfold uh, in front of my eyes. I mean, you were there, Mung. What a day. Yeah, what a day. What a day. Um, to give
0: some context to the listeners, we... We lost by four runs uh, in a nail-biter against a side that had a perfect game of cricket for them. Their best play, got 100 runs. Their worst bowler got seven wickets. I don't know how it can get any better for them. They played their perfect game, and we weren't quite at it in, in a lot of areas. That said, we did a lot of things well this weekend as well. We were really under the pump after 16 overs of their innings, and I've got a got shout out Ben Graves and, and skipper Christian Martin for how they bowled and drew us right back into the game. There was an unbelievable run out from Jacob O'Sullivan, who we will be hearing from later in the pod a couple of times, actually. We'll be hearing from him at training before his first game, and we'll be getting his response to the game as well uh, from Saturday evening. We're also going to be doing that with Henry Anton himself. Just caught him in time for his middle net on Thursday evening, and then in the wake of his triumphant 61 not out, we'll be hearing from him a little bit later as well. But going back to the ones game, yeah, it was pretty brutal, really, to lose in those circumstances. Um, listeners, I'm fairly conflicted. I scored 24 runs. And on the last over, we needed 13. And I went 4-4, and then I got caught on the rope. Um, I guess it's, this is as good of... You are as good a person as anyone to speak to about those nail-biting chases. That's a position that you find yourself in so much, and you probably didn't always get over the line, but more often than not that you did, what do you think is the, what are the most important aspects of that, that you found of being able to close a game like that?
1: It was one of those things, I actually you know, stood on the side for a change and, and being able to watch you, not necessarily being me or just, you know, finishing the job, whatever, at, I mean, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Going into that last over, you look focused, you you look comfortable. Um, normally you'd like to think, you know, when you're out there, there's a lot going through your mind or you're thinking about the next delivery or whatever. I tend to think you're going to into like the into the zone where you don't hear anything or everything's blocked out and everything seems to be sort of peaceful. I think some people deal with things very, very differently. I, I used to find Nothing else mattered, I'd, I'd focus on the, on the next delivery. I, I had a rough idea of, of what I was going to do um, and, I, and I, tried to, I tried to do the best that I could. And, and it, sometimes, as you said, it comes off and, and, and sometimes it, it just doesn't and it, it just, it wasn't your day. Were you, did you feel any pressure? Were you in your bubble? Did you, did you have things going through your head? You know, you you the same as me. I, I didn't notice in between each four that you hit in the last over. I would be the same. I'd walk straight back to my crease, and I'd just get into my little bubble, and I would focus on the next delivery. I wouldn't chat to the uh, to the batter that I was with because I just wanted to get on with it. Um, I noticed you do that actually. You, you play a shot and then just walk straight back to your crease and, and set yourself. How did you feel that situation? I mean, you came in at 11?
0: No, I, I came in at number nine, and, and but quickly found myself batting with Feli, who, uh, who who was number 11. That's
1: right, correct. Yeah, yeah sorry, Feli came in last, because um, we lost uh, two wickets. But you you seemed in control. Well, it's funny. You mentioned pressure, and I'll start there. I think because
0: we were so behind when Feli came in, not that to slight either of our batting, but Feli mm. is as he proved a very capable batter, but we needed 10 and over and we were nine down and there were four overs left. Like, there wasn't masses of pressure there. We just needed, it was very simple. I said to Felly when he came out, Feli, you're gonna face no dot balls and to I'll, I'll be the ones to try and win the game. I'll try and deal with the run rate. You just make sure you, when you're on strike, you get off strike and we'll go from there. And it worked perfectly. The yeah. only time, as you say, that we really felt like we needed a change of game plan was the last over. It, yeah. was, after, it was when we were ahead of the game that things suddenly became, that it was a, there was a question about what, what we should do. Because 13 off six, obviously I just need to try and hit. I need to hit the balls. I need to hit boundaries. at the start yeah. of that. And we get those two boundaries and suddenly five or four, what if, is that the right way to go anymore? If I yeah. do get a ball that I like, do I, do I try and hit it for six Do I try and hit it for four? What we decided in the moment was, and although, as you say, I was very much in the zone, things do happen very quickly. We did have a quick chat that one time and we agreed that if I liked it, I've still got, I still got to go for it. The boundaries weren't massively big on, on the one side, it's the leg side, although they did have men out there. And I felt, like, I felt like the bowler was under way more pressure than I was at that stage. Um, and I felt like I was lining him up quite well. I get caught playing the short ball and I, don't, I hit it really, really badly. And it's still only a couple of yards away from going for six. So I still think the decision to try and take on the short ball there isn't necessarily a really bad one. I only need half of it. Fine leg is up. I get a top edge, it's four runs, it's then one off four. However, if I'd had more clarity of thought in that situation, and maybe I'll be there again in my time, I would have thought the best thing to do now is to hit really strong shots hard along the floor. And maybe listeners will agree with me and it'll be interesting to get people's texts. I'm sure we'll be talking about this until the next game of cricket, but strong shots along the floor. If it's in a gap, it's two or it's four. And if I do hit the fielder, I trust Felly. What I was anxious of is deliberately looking for a one, missing out on a ball I could have hit for four. And then suddenly I'm putting Felly under a lot of pressure and it shouldn't really be his job. Like it sh- I feel like it should be my job that, as the senior batter or batter higher up in the order. So I didn't want to necessarily become four off three and then Felly feel like, let's say that, let's say suddenly there's a dot ball because they'd have brought the field in to keep him on strike. Four mm. off two, now what does Felly do there? And four yeah. off two, does Feli have to go and hit a four? I basically have to run for anything. Four off one with Felly on strike is a real risk. Mm. So I don't know. It's we'll talk about it for, for as long as we can until there's another, until there's the news story. Um, and as as we all said in the change rooms after the game, or as I said to a couple of people, you'd prefer to play in those games and be in those situations and lose half of them than never play them. It was a great game of cricket, and despite the fact that we lost, there was a really there was a really strange buzz about the place in the evening. And part of that is because
1: crickets come back. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, it's actually you know every everyone with a bat is actually starting to you know you know give something. I think if we ever look at last year. And if we're brutally honest it was something that we were we were pretty poor at um you know once we lost the first two or three it was you know crumble stations um and uh and all of a sudden you know it's actually it's good signs and I think um I think looking forward um you know we, we you know first game away it's a long season as you know um and there's a good buzz as you say I think we'll be okay
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we we should move on to other games. But on on that point, what I will say is that we had, we almost chased down 250 and nobody got more than 50 runs. So it's, 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 it, there are good signs. There are really good signs. And we played a really good game of cricket and we'll be back. The twos. We mentioned that we thought they might have been wasting some runs in pre season. Maybe they could have done with a close one in that game, in one of those games, away at Henley, away at Wimbledon. But, it, it was a tough outing for them. I think it was ninety-eight
1: all out, and and uh, Stanmore chased it six down. I've got a question for you, Monk. And um, you know, obviously, we, we we do love a bit of honesty um, so on this pod. You know, f- taking it from Cooney's corner, he, he says that he says that as it is. Would you say maybe I'll I'll run into the first game, especially with the ones and twos winning our three preseason games? You know, relatively easily. We thought Stanmore, you know, just rock up it should be job done or, was you know, I wasn't there. So I'm asking the question, was that the feed in the change room or was it, you know, this is it, let's go. I don't think I can
0: speak for the twos, but I definitely don't think that was the case in either game of cricket. Um, I don't think you would have said that there was an expectation that we were going to win. We were, I, both sides were very confident. And I think in all great sides, there's a blend of, Unwavering confidence and arrogance and focus, and I would say that we were very focused in our warm up, and I'm sure the twos were as well. Definitely at training, there was that, there was that feeling. We've still got good numbers down at training. We had another really good session, so I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, in the twos, early run out for Ali Hillman after all his runs, that's a blow. Owen run out without facing at the non-striker's end after all his runs in pre-season, losing two, two of your better batters in that side early. You're going to struggle. He is
1: the eating cricketer, by the way. <laughs> he is you know the what I'm saying. cricketer. You'll know what I'm saying. He's the <laughs> eating cricketer. Well, thank you for that, by the way, yeah, I was, we, we do need to... Uh, kudos to you for our, uh, our new pod name. We're very grateful. But um, if you can score some runs this week, that would be more helpful. Thanks. Especially as you're owned by so many
0: of us in buddy fantasy cricket, not I can't believe you got me my minus 20. Without that, I'd be even further clear. Exactly right. Not all doom and gloom. The two did bowl very nicely. Um, wickets very early on. Uh, another wicket for Jack Shepherd, although he's he's now feeling a bit who? of injury. Oh, um, uh, a blonde bloke, You say New guy. Uh, I no, he's been here too long. Actually, if anything. Oh, but what, what, that's again they're going to write off. We do hear from Owen, who was standing captain this week. Later on the podcast, And we'll go into more detail about that game.
1: Everyone's favourite batter. Did did Rory did Rory play? Oh, he played for the twos this week. Gary yeah, did, yeah. Oh, he did. Any, any news in the update? How to be delicate about this? He got a straight one first up, as in first ball.
0: He got a very straight ball, first ball, yeah.
1: So he got a straight ball, first ball. I mean, standard, guaranteed. So that's you know four. So what happened? What happened then?
0: Oh no, no, he didn't get a second ball. He didn't.
1: Oh, he got one ball. He got one ball,
0: yeah. He got one one straight ball. What I will say is that I do feel for Rory. I feel like our podcast is putting undue pressure on his batting, um, and so he was playing an LMS game earlier this week. And I and to a colleague of mine at work uh, who was playing with Rory, I said, "Tom, you've you've not met Rory before. Just tell him from Mung, play late, play straight." And yeah. and I can tell you that Rory Patel, a glorious fifty, retired a couple of bombs in there. Now his father has told him that the runs don't really count. I'm telling him runs are runs.
1: Now I'm afraid I'm afraid the only Do you know what? We're going to leave we're going to leave him alone until he gets to HQ and then we're going to talk about the you know the, the real topic at hand that the people want to know about. So raw when you get down there son I will be rooting for you. And do, do you know what? If your first game this weekend is at HQ I'm triple capping you job done. Thank you very much. Go the Patel.
0: The 3s Henry Anton, 61 not out. God, he was insufferable Saturday evening. Can't believe I had to speak to him for about
1: 10 minutes. But Who, 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 who is Big Pappy anyway? Who is Big Pappy? I don't know. I don't know. I Just think... don't need him anymore. He can stay on his holiday. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I... Henry was worried when he lost the toss and had, to, and had to bowl first. He's been thinking about this game since last season ended. It was the Titans, the team they bowled out for so few last year. And as you'll hear later from Henry, they got off to a great start, the Titans. However, I mean, no runs is enough when you've got Barnaby Harrison coming in at four. No runs is enough. We had Chris Forey get off to a flyer. He flew to 56. Unfortunately, um, new recruit Hayden fell quite quickly for seven, but... Anton ground him out at the end and, and Barnaby Harris with his 12 not out. Those two senior pros now in the threes, an eight-wicket win. A great way to start that
1: year. Would you, would you agree that that Barnaby Anton sounds better than Pappy Anton? Yeah, yeah. But I prefer Henry Harrison to both. Oh, that's nice. I think mean, I mean, we just get rid of Pappy altogether, to be fair. I mean, who, we don't need him. He, he oh can, yeah. um, Let, Let's just go big Henry. In the words of the great Neil Fairburn... Go and play somewhere else. (laughs) A couple
0: of bowling contributions to that game we really have to mention. Uh, Priyatam, I think it might have been his threes debut. Young off-spinner, eleven point three overs, three for twenty-eight. He ended up getting the Player of the Match award. What a player! Uh,
1: Good signs again. You know, youngsters always good to hear. um, ECC youngsters coming through and uh, obviously want to watch, which is quite nice. Was he in your uh, in your fantasy this week, man? He was not. I,
0: I, I captained Oliver Wilkin this week where my points came from and his four wickets, given his back bowling and, and 48, have seen me to a good total. Uh, Tom Wider, nice. who we speak, who we spoke to um, on the podcast this week as well, we'll be hearing from. He was in everyone's fancy teams after Henry said we all had to pick him. Nunfer. Went at three and over. Doesn't get me any points. No. Uh, away from the men's game, the women's game, unfortunately, on Sunday was conceded by Harrow, so they get the win, but they did not actually get a run out on the park, which I'm sure they'll be disappointed about, but they will be back. Off
1: to a great start, though, man. Off to a great start. Can't complain about those points. I mean, we, got to, we do have to make sure, if they do have a fixture this weekend, that uh, Kat has a jelly babies packed for her lunch. Otherwise, as we know, she gets, uh, she gets very either concerned, worried, and or hangry. Luckily for her, she'll have this
0: week, last week's pack still left over, so she might even get two this weekend. A real treat. Oh, lovely. Big fan. Let's get ourselves down to training. You've heard enough from me and Lee. And here we go. Tip it some training. Here with Henry Anton, just next to the middle net. Henry, what are the, what are the trials of being someone who plays for the threes and getting a chance in the middle net just after seven o'clock?
2: Well, I'm, first of all, I've never batted in the middle net when it's been so light. So this is it's a rarity. I'm not used to seeing it. Um, I mean, you just get judged, don't you? Everyone's like, why is he batting already? You've got Beast over there. He scored 9,000 prem runs, and I'm batting ahead of him. I mean, even I'm thinking, what am I doing?
0: So there's a pressure to perform?
2: Always, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dad's not even here.
0: And if Dad was here, what would... If you could have a word with Dad... Just in front of everyone, would that, would, that be, would you be more likely to say how you feel or, or much less likely?
2: Oh, in public? To yeah. other men? No. No, I wouldn't say anything, no.
0: No, no, no. And given that isn't here, if there's something you could say to him before Saturday?
2: Help, you know. I just nearly called him on the way for help. Oh, uh, Asking him what, what I need to do logistically. Just, mm. yeah. Just, just advice, you know. Big game. Oh, f- i in.
0: <laughs> I'm here with, eating overseas, Jacob O'Sullivan, Saul, the Rocket. Mate, Ronnie O'Sullivan, he's pretty good, isn't
3: he? He is, mate. We, there's not a lot of chat about him back home, but everyone seems to love him up here.
0: <laughs> How's the first week been? You settled in now. You've got some groceries, you told me earlier.
3: Yep. No, it's been good, mate. Played a bit of golf with Shorsi, um, Sorted out my card, all, all the fun stuff, and now I'm ready to play some cricket. How'd you, how'd you hit the golf ball? Yeah, not too bad. I haven't played in a while. Um, but the course is really nice. I mean, hit a few good ones, hit a few bad ones, and a bit of a mixed pot. Um, what are you most looking forward to about about this weekend and beyond, about being here? Oh, um, oh mate, I'm really excited. Number one, to meet all the boys and, and you know, make some great relationships out here, but also uh, play some good cricket, hopefully score some runs, take some wickets and create some good memories. And I guess above
0: all of that, it's... Making sure that the youngs hold dominance over the olds in warm-up football. How was introduction to that last week. it was a good yeah. win wasn't
3: it? Oh, it was excellent. I'm, I'm a hopeless football player myself, but it was great to come in. I, I heard I wasn't the worst Aussie, which I don't really believe, but I think each each game I want to improve and get better and, and hopefully score a goal at some point.
0: And is that the same with your footballing skills as well? Footballing
3: I should say. Uh, oh, That was a little bit different I've, I've got a good pun and, and that's about where it ends But no it was, it was heaps of fun I've never played that before And all the boys love it Bit of a crowd as well
0: So we've just We've just been watching Henry Anton defend Another one into the offside Of Nabil and threes Legends I should say Of, of the threes Circuit um, So Go well this weekend And I'm sure we'll be hearing From you very shortly Cheers Mung I'm here with a New Ealing Cricket up signing Would you like to introduce yourself mate Hello, I'm um, Tom Ryder, uh, bowler from Lincolnshire. Um, thoroughly enjoying myself at Ealing so far. Yeah, we. Came to a couple of the pre-season nets indoors. Sunny the ball's outdoors now, nipping around all over the place. Must be very much looking forward to some of the decks you're going to be playing on this year. Absolutely. Feels like it's the perfect place to be a a medium pacer that doesn't do a huge amount with it. So um, I'm very much looking forward to the season. And you have the unfortunate privilege of uh, you knew Rory Patel before you arrived. I'm sure that was a deterrent to you coming here. Uh, Absolutely. Honestly, um,
2: he's a he's a good lad, but you can hear him from a mile away. So I knew just as I entered the west of London that he was somewhere around, and yeah, lo and behold, he, he came out from around the corner.
0: What, what what's a Tom Ryder wicket? What what's what's your what's your what's your delivery? What's your shape? What's like a if you were to say ah, oh, that's that's me. Uh, probably attempting a a slightly change of pace in swinging Yorker, coming out about half tracker and being caught at cow. Sounds like you're going to get plenty of those, mate. Go well, go well. Cheers, go well. Great to hear from all those boys down at training. Uh, and it's timely for AJ's Word of the Week. How is AJ getting on this week? Anything, anything noticeable happened?
1: Really good. We were discussing uh, football this week uh, for some reason, me and AJ in the car, just chatting about uh, who the greatest team in the world is. And, uh, and for some reason, I mean, AJ, just tell me them, tell them your Word of the Week
3: word of the week is wolves
0: thanks aj time to get down to our match roundups let's hear from the boys on saturday the game is in the balance here we've just started our innings and oliver's going very well but scott you're having a little read on the side what are you reading uh something about grass well, are you finding anything new out, uh, out about grass no, just finding out stories about Bath Creek club actually
1: yeah. From their head groundsman. Um, to be honest, I rolled over my phone this morning at work, so I don't have a phone to look at, which is rather <laughs> you upsetting. Need you need football
0: scores, mate. I do need football scores. What's score. the magazine called, Scott?
3: Uh, pitch Care.
0: Pitch Care. Is that a regular read for you? Uh,
1: yeah, it comes, what, every two months? Um,
0: and what game? I don't
1: know that I pay for it, to be honest, but it comes.
0: And w- what sort of games do they cover, Pitch Care? Uh,
1: anything in the sports grounds industry from schools, football, golf, cricket. They like a lot of golf. Yeah, just speaks to groundsmen. People in the industry, always good things to know, mate. You know, Trying to better myself as a groundsman. Well,
0: that's what we're all about, bettering ourselves. Thanks, Absolutely. Edson. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolute honour to welcome Jacob O'Sullivan onto the podcast. Your first
3: formal appearance. Soul.
0: that was a really good game of cricket.
3: Mate, what a start to the year, wasn't it? I mean, we, we really had no right to be in that game. And then, mate, your innings at the end towards there almost brought us back in for the win, eh? Well, I don't like to speak about my innings. And, and I'm sure we will get to that. And, and I'm sure we have already covered that. <laughs> I'm but, happy to talk about it for a little bit, mate.
0: Like, uh, maybe a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did I have the highest strike rate today of anyone on both sides? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> did did I take us from 40... With some help, Alex felt better very well. Did I take us pretty close? I did. I did take us pretty close. Did I have to struggle to keep a straight face and not smile when I walked off the pitch having just lost <laughs> one. I did yeah I did I did I did um but then I did I did back really well so so talking to people that batted well plenty of them out there today to get close to 250 and have no one score more than 50, 50 or so a lot of people batter really
3: nice yourself included must feel really good to get some legitimate runs this week No, I mean, I didn't score any runs at all last week, so it was nice to score some legitimate runs and, you know, score a few for the boys. It was disappointing to sort of get out in the way I did. Um, Do you want to describe how how you were up for the pot? Yeah, I may as well. I mean, I tried to hit one for six and I got caught (laughs) caught it long off (laughs) trying to be a hero. Um, But it's first game of the year. We're sort of, I guess, uh, figuring out like a formula on how we're going to win the games and... I mean, the best teams get themselves in positions that we did today. And unfortunately, we were, was it four run, five runs short? and Four short. Four short. Only the best teams can do that. I think a lot of teams would have sort of, you know, backed down. Why
0: don't we go through from the start of the day? It was pretty greasy this morning. The Youngs, we struggled in football today. We, we played pretty well. Like, <laughs> as three-nil losses go, we played pretty well. Yeah, of course. Christian won the toss. Um, actually, cut that out. I'm
3: going Oh, your football, so you're a hard worker. Uh, Is that something you're looking to work on over the year? (laughs) Oh, mate, absolutely. Um, Personally, I'm not a great footballer myself. And I mean, even for an Australian, as an Australian, I think I'm average, but the standard over here is so much more superior to to what I'm used to. Um, And especially some of the lines you're throwing out to me, post up, stay tight. I don't really know what you're talking about. (laughs) I kind of just run around and pretend I know what I'm doing. No, but it's good fun. The boys take it very seriously. Um, That's because it is, of course, very serious. Oh, mate, absolutely. I mean, if we lose, it costs us a few pounds in fines. Um, I just want to score a goal. That's all, all I want to do is score a goal, to be honest.
0: So we end up fielding first again. We've done that all the three games in preseason. And, and a cracking deck out there. So, I mean, you aren't used to Bilter. the Ealing decks that we have. But a lot of carry
3: out there today. Bit of movement early doors, but then it's good deck. Oh, mate, built i'm really looking if it's the same deck every single game this year we're going to score a lot of runs um and and hopefully we can we can bat first a few games and then put some pressure on with the ball but mate that deck is an absolute belter out there today and we didn't start quite as with a liked. they had a bit of luck one of their guys got 100 good player steve reingold good player
0: in fact i'm going to put my cards on the table now and say he's going to score the most runs in the league this year wow it's a big claim not one of our boys Apart from anyone at Ealing Cricket Club, okay, and perhaps including yourself, (laughs) uh, yeah. Apart from me, Steve will score the most this year, I think. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, But how well did we battle back off those first fifteen? Grady and Christian today.
3: Basically, I think they bowled ten straight each. Mm Mhm. Yeah. Well, mate, I'm trying to sort of figure out the tactics over here. I know um, back home the the decks are a little bit bouncier, and um, he sort of have to. Um, bowl a little bit differently. I think you don't want to bowl too full at Ealing because it gets punished. Um, but no, Gravesy and, Gravesy and Christian bowled really well and hopefully they've got some good partnerships to come the rest of this year. That's actually a really interesting like dynamic that
0: you bring up the difference between the Australian decks and the Australian one-day cricket that you've played a lot of and, and the stuff over here. This might be something we come back to later on in the season, but from your early couple of looks at the games that like here, okay, what are the big things, what are the big differences that stand
3: out? A swing and ball. Um, I had <laughs> I had my first bowl with a Duke last week and it just tangs. Like, it, sort of little adjustments you make in your wrist, it, it goes a lot bigger than the kookaburra back home. Um, so, I guess number one, the, the swing and ball, and also the deck stay a bit lower. So, it's so natural for me to want to get on the back foot to play my shots, but then I get back there and the ball shoots low. So, you've got to figure out a way to you know, almost stay on the front foot and and more slap the ball. Um, But I I think it's a cracking deck out here. I'm not too sure how the decks are going to differ, you know, at other grounds. Um, But I guess that's the beauty of the challenge and I'm looking forward to it.
0: It would be remiss of me not to mention the best, I think, the best moment of the game. Your run out today was... On another day, that's a game-winning moment. Like, that was such a moment for us because we've been under the cosh. Grayson and Christian have just come in. But, I mean, that position at a deep cover, sometimes it's a place where you can hide blokes in the field, but mate, you've got a cracking arm and you're a good mover. And what an impact that was. You must have been so
3: pleased with that run out. Talk, talk, us, talk the listeners through <laughs> what happened there. No, it's, it was nice to get my first sort of contribution out of the way. I think it takes a bit of pressure off you yourself if, if you're uh, contributing in the field. Um, but back home, we're like uh, my club Manly back home, we have a r- big emphasis on, on fielding um, and we have a we have a throwing coach back home so we're always looking on you know ripping the ball in from the boundary and I sort of I guess I came around I could see that they'll come back for the third and you were actually making your way back in from mid off or cover coming in from mid-off, just trying yeah. to chase it back. <laughs> we both kind of had a look at each other, because I was coming in and you were coming back, so it was better for me to throw it in, and luckily the ball came out nicely, and Grazi took off the bails, and no, it was an awesome wicket. It was, it was top draw, and it was their
0: captain as well, and we'd made such a point just before that of these two are going to push us hard in the field, and I really felt that was when the season really started, because we didn't start that well, but that moment really lit up lit a fire for us. Mate, you fam. were hyped. I was so hyped. <laughs> I was. I, I was so around that. I love that. And like, runouts as well, they can be, they can be the difference. And we were saying today, like, one of those many pointless cricket discussions you have on the side, how many runouts are there in club cricket, do you reckon, per game? We ended up going with Oliver who said like, 0.3. <laughs> like, who knows? But, it just felt like that could be the difference today. and In a game that tight, four runs, it can come down. It's one it's one shot, it's one ball, so it can be any number of things. But that that was such a moment, and here's to many more of those. Out there today, a couple of good partnerships with you and Grazy, with you and Scott. Grazy's
3: hitting him well at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, well, that was actually... I've only met Grazy today, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't quite know what he was like as a cricketer. Um, but, no, he seems very... Sort of technical with his batting, and he seems like a good sort of, um, you know, comparison to Ollie. Like Ollie likes to whack the ball, and then Gravesy comes out and is a bit more crafty. I think they sort of work really nice together. A good left-hand, right-hand things going on. Oh man, a the, treat. You get the trappings for the eyes with
0: Ollie, <laughs> and then the trappings for the soul with Gravesy's grinding. And and I can't get enough of Graves, of them having a 50-run opening stand, and Gravesy being four red. Is that right? I didn't even again. know. that. <laughs> he was falling out again. It's happened. It happened against... Was it Henley? It might even have happened in the first game of preseason against
3: High Wycombe. Like, he's probably four off seven, and O's is on 48. And I love it. I can't get enough Mate, of it. It's, it's honestly a great dynamic to have, because Graves is playing his natural game, sort of crafting the ball, playing shots nicely, and then obviously O just comes out and tries to whack everything for six, and it takes a lot of pressure off... We're chasing 250, and next thing you know, we're 50 off seven overs. It really makes it a lot easier, and they work nicely together. And is that, is is
0: someone that comes in
3: either batting three, batting four, that must settle your nerves as well when you see the boys get off to a good start? Mate, absolutely. Like, it's really nice to come in and and have that platform and not having to come in and hit seven straight away because that's, you know, quite tricky. Uh, But from the looks of our batting order, it it seems like a very well-balanced and very... There's heaps of depth in the batting order. I mean, were well, you 9 or 10? Gee, that's well, deep. I was 9 today. Yeah, I was, I was 9 today. And, and I've been 11 for most. And I, I have never complained. I've never complained to anyone
0: <laughs> about where I'm batting in the batting order. And, and, and I, and I won't again. I won't again. But, like, if I'm not stepping out at first drop next week, there can be some riots. Oh, mate. Well, even Philly. Put Philly up the order. <laughs> I think it's important to mention Alex Fell at this, at this juncture. Uh, I'm sure we will have briefly covered it earlier. But... Uh, what a, what a, he was 10 not out of six balls in that Is situation that really? yeah six? that little, little there was wow. opening bowler came back on i was like fella i reckon he's going to bowl at your pegs here and i was non-strike <laughs> i just i actually almost couldn't look glides one fine of third man for four
3: that was the moment as soon as he played that shot i was like we're close here well, we um. were we were sort of discussing upstairs at at what point would the opposition be nervous and some of us sort of said you know you know under 20 and then uh, a few of us said under 10 but when you boys sort of got towards 15 you could tell in the field that they were sort of going you know mm. is this going to go the way we think it's going to go and Feli was playing the perfect role to you who was just mincing them at the other end. Yeah I was mincing them to be fair. You were mate. Um,
0: <laughs> so it's been a pleasure having you on and here's so many more really good games of cricket that we're going to have this year hopefully we're going to be on the right side of most of those but you never know there's always next week looking forward to
4: it Mung. cheers mate I mean other than uh we got bowled out for 99 and 38 overs and they chased it down in 26.5 overs <laughs> six down for 101 what do you want to know I mean, that's <laughs> the podcast over. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah no I actually have more wins as a skipper than I do runs as a skipper <laughs> that's so good we'll, we'll use that we'll use that so <laughs> I have a win last week
0: so you got in my six down
4: to be fair in my in my two weeks as skipper I've gone naught for two off nine balls. <laughs> Last week I lost my head because I got bumped by a 17 year old at 60 miles an hour. Saw it so early, watched it go over my head. And you know when you see it so early and you can pull out and you can like turn around. I watched the keeper catch it. Oh, no. It was a bit like when I, my first year, when you played here and you said, I think I'm going to bowl a bumper. And you, everyone was like, you can't do that. You can't just say, I'm going to bowl a bumper. And then you proceeded to bowl a bumper and you nearly beat him. It was a little bit <laughs> yeah. like that, but not as quick. So I turned around to Simon and I go, was well, that not a no ball? And he goes. Well, it's pre-season, so I'm going to, um, we'll let him off. And I was like, oh, so if I miss one in front of all three and it blows my front pad off, are we just going to let me off? <laughs> and he was like, well, no. So what happened next? Missed missed one on my pad, all three. I've just got the biggest off. That's oh. so funny. So I've gone 0 for 2 off 9, a skipper. Owen Tom Jones.
0: It's a tough day. A tough day. You're standing captain's day, Owen. I, I want your immediate responses to, to the day.
4: Well... <clears throat> I suppose the day peaked at about two minutes past 12 when having been through you know, the, you know, the refresh of the rules, you know, it's been six or seven months since we've played league cricket, you know, you're thinking yeah, no, ball, no no balls, no free hits, five men out at all times. You know, we got through that and we dust the cobwebs off. Coin goes up and I go, I'll have heads this week. You know, People say tails never fails, but obviously it does. So I went, I'll have heads. And from about there on in, after I said, yeah, we're gonna have a bat, things turned pretty sour. Oh,
0: you won the toss! I didn't know you won the toss.
4: Yeah. But well, I mean, chance. the
0: conditions, were, what was telling you bat first?
4: I mean, used deck. They played on it last week. We have three spinners. I know they've had a couple of spinners from last year. What was it like
0: above ground? Was it-
4: I, I mean, it was, it, was, it was dry, but come on, lads, we're at Stanmore, not Headingley. We, we, we don't look up to look down to look up and then go, you know, it's a game of bat ball. You hit the ball and, you know, hopefully you hit it on the floor.
0: It's a very good point. It's a very good point. Um, you, you did choose to bat first and it, the two's been in such, such a fine vein of batting form. So many of the lads have, have got scores in pre-season. We've heard tales of Ali Hillman runs, 100, Ahmed Erek runs, but it didn't happen today for the boys.
4: Yeah, no. I mean, it's funny you say we've been in good form. We went three twenty, then two eighty, then one forty, now ninety nine. So I'm wondering, is it going to be fifty next week?
0: <laughs> yeah, um, tough, tough, very tough. And obviously, thank you so much for coming on the podcast amidst amidst such a such a such a horrible start to the season for the two. So, and been such great vibes about, about all the sides this year. And and this result, of course, doesn't doesn't demean what the Twos are going to go on and do this year. There's a lot of faith in that side. And, but you must have been upset with how you were out today.
4: I think it's probably the first time ever, it's ever happened to me. Um, I mean, I'll never forget my first game at Ealing. I did exactly what happened to me today to Tom Shaw. Osman has obviously you know, bowled it. Ahmed's whacked it back at him. He's genuinely tried to field it. And I mean, I'm not sure if it was bad fieldings, or if it was good hittings by Ahmed. But it's broken through his hands. I've turned to try and dive back. Not quite broken the line. Umpire's not even looking. I mean, it is out. But you hope. Like, the umpire's not looking and he turns around and he goes, mm. Sorry, lads wasn't looking. Yeah, it's just not out. Um, yeah, so after a nice little preseason, somehow averaging 50, it's, you know, walk out there and you're thinking, 30 for two? Yeah, no. Indecent Nick, you know what? We'll have a we'll have a hit. Obviously chosen to bat first. Have complete faith and confidence in the top six.
0: And also runs as captain as well. They they are they are big runs as well. Ones you can be really proud of.
4: For, foreign concept to me, Mung. <laughs> in my uh, in my my last two weeks as stand-in skipper, because. Um, Fares has cried off with an injury, um, and Feli obviously decided to desert the twos, despite wanting to He's be been twos dropped, captain. He's been
0: dropped to the ones, hasn't he? Has been dropped <laughs> to the
4: ones, has happened, you know, can speak from experience mm. on that. Um, I'm thinking, oh great, you know, chance to get some runs as skipper. My two games as skipper, I am nought for two off nine balls. With the front pad blown off and run out without facing. Oh,
0: it's really tough that, I and mean, it is really tough. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I blame myself. I blame myself and I blame Lee. We spoke on this podcast last week and we said, is there a danger of the two's wasting them in pre-season? Could you care to comment?
4: I think we all know it's been a yes. <laughs> there's there's, there's no, no doubt about it. Um, you know, I just hopefully we get a flat one back here at, at Corfton, at HQ next week. Um, hopefully we get some, some better battings. Um, but to be fair to the lads... You know, defending 99 is never easy. We did get them, you know, six down. There were a couple of moments where I thought, oh, five for two, and you know. A couple of wickets
0: earlier, that was Jack Shepherd.
4: Jack Shepherd, yeah, lovely start. Um, he had quite a mixed day in, in general, didn't he? So, Shepherd had an interesting one. We, we obviously had an overall match loss. He's pulled the side strain, he's oh. lost his head, and, uh, and, and on the way home to top it off, he's got a flat tire.
0: Oh, that's a nightmare. Just what you don't want after getting a side strain as well. Oh, because how's he meant to be able to put the tyre on? I heard Rory Patel did that for him.
4: Uh, it must have been about the only thing Rory Patel did today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that Lee would have asked about this earlier earlier in the podcast, but Rory's quest to get himself some HQ runs in a couple of weeks. Rory was playing twos today, so his runs, his runs at Pope's Field are, are going to have to wait, but he, he did get a first baller. Um, any bright spots you can find from today? Anyone that you felt stood up today?
4: Yeah, you know, the lads with the ball, at, at, as I said, at five for two, I'm thinking, oh, we're in, we nick a lad off, it's not given, he doesn't walk, says it's not a sound, there's a big sound. I say to him, have you hit, you know, your bat on your pad? He says, no, I've not hit anything. I turned to his mate, I went, well, there was a sound, wasn't there? And he goes, yeah, not sure. Turn to the lad, I went, have you hit it? And I go, oh, no, it must be a crack in your bat, you know, it's wow. a batter's game. Um, but, you know, five for two, the lads fought well. Uh, something like 20 for 3 30 for 4 and you're thinking oh no we're in and then you know how it is with those those low those low totals you know you get one over that goes for 15 and it's like oh Mm. breaks the spirit but I I can't fault the boys Um, hopefully as I said get back here next week on a on a flat one at HQ win the toss again hopefully have a bat put some runs on the board and then, you know, restrict them.
0: Well, if there's anything that will make you feel better, it's how well the deck played here today. It's as good as I've played on at Ealing Cricket Club, that's for sure. Good carry, bit early for the bowlers. It was a fantastic cricket wicket, and I'm sure you'd love to have a great game next week. Owen, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. And, well, at least you didn't waste them in the first game of the year. It can only only go up, mate. It can only go up. And, uh, And if you do end up being standard skipper next week, I hope you start well at 12.02 again and I hope things only improve from there rather from this go end. up. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Henry Anton, three's yes. Captain. If you could have told yourself last night that not only would you have decided to bowl first, that the boys would get over the line by eight wickets, that you would have ended not out, what do you have said to yourself last night?
2: I said that's exactly how I dreamed it on Tuesday morning on the tube. Uh, I had that thought to myself, and I thought, yep, this is going to happen. Uh, didn't see myself bowling first. Um, I mean, Rory told me on Thursday night what I had to do, so being the weak, spineless bloke that I am, I did it. Um, it was very wet at Popes Field, um, and me being not out, you know, it was a given to a certain extent, wasn't it? And you ended up with? Oh, me? I got 61 not out, red ink.
0: The reddest of inks. Oh yeah, and it was very important, wasn't it? Because I mean, for the I don't think we've spoken about this on the podcast, but but in the threes there are a couple of vintage jackets, and those jackets, there is one jacket that comes in a red. Most are in a green, but there's one in a red, and there's it's one. for the
2: top run scorer. It's it, it's a deep red as
0: well. It's a it's a maroon. It's a maroon. Smasher right. sports maroon. <laughs> And it's for the top run scorer. And you ended up top run scorer for the threes last year, and you kept the jacket. And it was important to go off to a good start. To it was it.
2: close between me and you as well. I might add as well. I mean, you played half the games I did, but that's by the by.
0: Well, I'm a, I'm a proper batter now. I of course, I thought there's Any, score of you, did you? Yeah, just a couple, just a couple, <laughs> not <laughs> enough. <laughs> crucially, Oh, that red ink. If only. Yeah. Henry, I, I want, I want to hear about their innings briefly, and then your innings in great detail. Their innings briefly. Their innings. You signed in the bowl first. Early polls.
2: Well, when they got past 18, we were all flabbergasted. They were 19 for none at one point. You know, the boy, they were getting nosebleeds. 22 for two at one point as well. Um, they then rattled their way to 120 for two. The boys' heads went down. Drinks, you know, I had to have a serious word. Um, what does a serious word sound like? Oh, just sharpen up, you know? Just, just, just get in the game. A bit of noise. did don't have a massive number of talkers in the threes. Uh, a lot of me, a lot of barn, a lot of hairdos as well. Um, yeah, and then, and then and then brought Priyatam on, as many fancy cricketers will, will be pleased to hear.
0: And what does Priyatam bowl. He
2: bowls off spin. his uh, middle texture as well, which was which was lovely. Um, he bowled beautifully. he Got three for nothing. Should have had four actually, because I, I dropped one at slip. But that's must have been and, tough. Well, made up for that later, didn't I? So uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, Rajan also bowled very well. Um, and yeah, ended up rolling for 144. I think it was 20 odd for eight. Uh, their their last eight wickets so boys fought back well and I mean the rest was all down to me and barn really.
0: Chris Borey didn't really have much of a say in that chase did he?
2: Uh, Well yeah he had a bit to say he got us off to a good start but you gotta be there to finish it Chris you know. Yeah what's
0: what's 55 and getting out?
2: Exactly well I'll tell you what that is it's crucial to me getting 50 is what that was actually. And what does... I suppose this, we're at the very early stage of the Hanton
0: era, as it will later be known as. A dynasty. And a, a dynasty, exactly. And it, and it is a wonderful start. What sort of a talker are you in the dressing room? Are you a, what sort of captain are you, I suppose, what I'm asking? Are you a, a lot of noise, lead with rhetoric, or is it much more lead by example, a combo with a two?
2: Well, I mean, I can't help but lead by example. Um... There isn't much chat, you know, a lot of the boys were already bags on backs when I got in. I was going to get rapturous applause, the boys were already leaving. I had to r- rustle them back in for a quick chat after the game. Um, I think I, you, you've, got to, you've got to say something. You've got to say something. I'm and not. what did you say today? Oh, well, I mean, well bad at Henness was the main thing. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, nothing too long. The boys don't want to hear me waffle on, you know I mean? They know we've done well, they know I've done well, so that's the main thing. <laughs>
0: And let, let's, let's quickly talk about, talk about your runs. Chris scored a little quicker than you did early on. I imagine you were letting him have his... Have his I think himself. I was 22
2: not out when he got out on 56.
0: And from there, I imagine you just thought, I'm going to take this really deep.
2: That's exactly what I said to Barn when he came out. I said, look, I mean, we need 20 more of 30 overs, but let's just take it deep. Let's do what we, let's see how deep we can take it. Um, and I, I was keen on being there at the end, you know, I wanted to play that captain's knock. And also, it's not gonna get any easier than that. They'll finish bottom of the league by a distance, I should imagine, so...
0: <laughs> and did you feel any extra pressure being owned by so many people in the fantasy cricket? Well,
2: actually you say that, at one point it was 90, and then Arpadel put that story up, and actually this morning when I last checked, it was 50%. So that, that pressure decreased. Well, that's
0: um, 40% of people that have made a grievous error. Uh,
2: and I hope they feel that error deeply this evening. Who did you
0: captain this week in fantasy, Henry?
2: Ben Graves. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick with Ben Graves throughout the season because he bowls a bit. I don't know if he got any polls actually today. Um, bowls a bit, bats a bit, he got one pole, two poles maybe. Um, and I think I'm going to be loyal to him, although his availability might be a bit dodgy. Um, well, he's actually, he's said he's a 15 out of 18 games a year person. In which year. case, I'm, I'm going to be loyal to him. Henry, it's wonderful to hear from you. As a closing remark,
0: how much do you want Rory Patel back on the side? And did you feel for him today?
2: I felt for him in many ways. I didn't feel for him for getting a first ball duck. That really cheered me up at drinks, really made me, and, and also Barney Harrison laugh as well, big time, um, really put a spring in my step heading out. Um, I do want him back because I know that's what he wants. I don't want him back in the field. Didn't miss Arpatel in the field today.
0: But So you don't have masses of
2: confidence, I suppose, for his first runs back at HQ. No, what is, what is good is that if he had played today, he would have played against, like I say, bottom of the league. Whereas he's going to play against Teddington in two weeks' time, and that's tough. And also, if he gets to five and he celebrates big, which he has to, they're going to think he's ridiculous. <laughs> well, some might say he, he'll be due in a couple of weeks. Henry, it's been a pleasure.
0: What a start to the Hampton dynasty. And as the captain of the only winning side in the top three teams Any danger
2: week, here, boys? Eh? <laughs> Any danger indeed. Thanks, mate. Absolute pleasure.
0: Thanks to all of those guys who came on the podcast this week, especially to Henry and Saul, who came on twice. Great to hear from Saul, our new Australian overseas.
1: Lee, you've met the guy. He's going to be a real treat to have around this year. Um, I mean, I don't like him, if I'm upfront and honest. Uh, I played uh, football with him after uh, the game On a few weeks ago, um, he was on the opposition team. I mean, I don't really have much, you know, many good things to say about him. So, uh, if I'm honest, you know, I'm I'm glad he's here, I'm really happy for him. But, you know, I hope hope he doesn't do very well, if I'm blatantly honest. But, you know, good luck to him. Yeah, thanks as always, Lee. Yeah, and Jacob, what what a trick to have you! What a
0: trick to have you from both of us. And and he's just
1: did I say he was Australian, Mungo? You did, you did, and you should. Okay, just because, yeah, not, not a I'm a big fan. Anyway, is is there anything else we can talk about? Because I'm done with Jacob now. Ah, stat of the week.
0: And it's another cracker. It's a really good one. This one isn't one you're going to guess, Lee. It's one you're just going to be in awe of. Okay. And we have anonymous source who's done some digging. And they found out that the highest Middlesex Premier League partnerships for the first, second, and third wickets are all 277. Do you know the year in the club? I, have the, I don't know the year, but I have the partnerships. First wicket is Neil Hurst and Ollie Adamson for Winchmore Hill. Second wicket is James Keatley and James Daringpool for Teddington. And third wicket is Ben Compton and Adam London for Richmond. 277. All tied, top. Highest partnerships ever in the league.
1: Do you know I've got a question for you because I know how much you love your stats. How much, does, how much does that excite you, that kind of thing?
0: Oh, that gets me very, very aroused. Oh... That is really exciting stuff. I mean, what are the chances? What are the chances? And that's, and that's all time since recordings have happened, the, the exact same score. Since recordings in the league have happened, no higher partnership, and they're all the same. Uh, notably, the highest, sixth with it, sixth, the highest sixth wicket partnership is 273 not out, and that was Peter Sogbojor and Robert Clements for Finchley. Uh, Peter who? I'm not going to say it again. You heard exactly what I said. Sogbojour. So
1: is, is that with the usual spelling of Sogbojour? So, so yeah, that's, yeah, spelled the traditional way. I perfect, because I, was, I, I wasn't sure how you, I was just making sure that you got that right.
0: That's all. Just for a little bit of context, a little interesting extra added fun. The highest 10th wicket partnership is 103.
1: That, is that is you, by the way? Surely it must be Mungo Russell. No, not yet. But when I'm done, I'm going to have all of these. Do you know what? I'd like to... I'm going to set your challenge, uh, please. I'd like to know the highest Ealing partnership. If you could find that, that would be ideal. we Will do. We'll get back to you. Thank you. I'll, do you know what? I'm going to put that on Ask ECC. I'm going to put that on myself and Ask ECC the questions. And if anyone else out there wants to know a, uh, anything about Mungo stats or ECC-related questions or how Cat is going to eat this weekend fire your questions down to us at Ask ECC on our Instagram. Unfortunately,
0: we don't have any Ask ECC this week uh, due to the laziness of myself, but we will be back. And we also apologise for the lateness of this podcast. We actually just had a couple of really difficult scheduling commitments this weekend. However, we will be back, hopefully, at our usual time next week, uh, hopefully slightly earlier for you. And we thank you all for listening. A quick look ahead to next week. Ones and twos have North Middlesex.
1: Those are massive games. They're very, uh, very very uh, big games, actually. Um, nice ground to play and bat at. There's been a bit of weather around this week, Mung, so I'm assuming with a few days to go, uh, there might be a bit in it for the, for the bowlers. So uh, batters, uh, beware. Uh, Anton, do your thing on the weekend and, and, and good luck to the threes. Um, yeah, it's going to be a battle and uh, it's time to dig deep. And as, as we said, the season's long, but we've got to try and start well.
0: The threes for context are where Bronzebury, um, early shouts for any any standout picks
1: in Ealing Francie. I know the teams haven't come out, Lee, but anyone you'd have your eye on this week? Batting, very simple, very easy. It's Mungo Russell. Get him in. Uh, guaranteed runs. Um, fact. Um, drop Ollie Wilkin. Uh, doesn't really do well away from home because won't prepare the wicket the way he wants to bat on. Uh Remind me of the, uh, the spin in the Threes, what his name was? Oh, Tam. Oh, get him in. If, if available, I'd get him in. Yeah, absolutely. Get him in.
0: And Anyone from the twos, maybe? I've, I reckon twos
1: at home. Uh, Ali, Ali, Ali will bounce back. There's nothing sure. Mm. Ali will bounce back. Uh, Owen Tong, always uh, guaranteed a few runs. Um, I, I've got a good feeling about this weekend, if I'm honest. I think we're going to go well. I think we're going to go very, very well.
0: As well, this coming weekend, we of course have our first round of the national. That's away at Buckingham Town. Of co- This is the competition we, we all really want to win. The, the competition the club's never won before. We'll have a really strong side out. I always think an away day gets everyone going as well. It's been an event. It's not the same. It's a new place. So we're going to have to assess the ground nice and early, of course. But no, something that we're all
1: excited about. I think for Kearns, and if anything, this year is going to be our year, and we're going to we're going to fight and and and, and keep pushing and, and do the best that we can. Because I've got no interest in listening to what uh, Mr. Kearns has to say if we get knocked out, which we won't, hopefully. Um, but to all the ECC uh, family, friends, uh, and the community around, um, obviously for me among, we wish everyone the best of luck. Play hard on the field. We play hard off it, um, and we play because we love the game.
0: Ladies and gents. For the ones and twos, as always, next week. For the threes, will there be another week like it?
1: That's all from me. And that is all from me. Good night. Good night. The Ealing Cricketer.